Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Two Minute Shit, Totally Uncensored. I am Chris the Wingspan Campbell, Buddha Belly, Jufro, accompanied by my partner in crime, George the Lighthouse Smith. Today, we'll be covering blackouts in California. We do a chicken review. We're going to talk about a new term that I learned in school because college is in full swing. George, it's good seeing you this week. Always a pleasure, my friend. Always a pleasure. Um, yeah, I... Uh Speaking of school, I, I was doing the research like we talked about for some schools. I don't know that community college ain't really got much to offer. I, I don't know. I might have to. I might have to really dig deep into the to the big college there. But but I am on the case though to get that thing to get that ball rolling though. So that's the update. Well, once again, I the only reason I recommend a community college to, for you is because you might be lacking in skills that you need yeah. for the university level. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I, I talked about I, this with I someone a couple math years and ago. English, probably writing skills. Yeah. Yeah, and I know I know the math is going to get me. I I, I felt it the last time. So. Yeah, and you got to think you're, you're probably if it's if it's freshman math, sophomore math, and you go to ECU, you're going to be in a math class of what probably 100 to 200 students. How much help are you really going to get? You're going to have to find a tutor. You're going to have to go to the math lab. Whereas the community college, you can get the help right then there. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's the student to teacher ratio is a lot, 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 lot less, and you probably get a better education with that. Did you get your air conditioning fixed? I did. Thank God, because I was a moody motherfucker, dude. Dude, I hate the fucking heat. I hate it. I hate the heat. Yesterday, when it rained like a motherfucker, dude, it got really, really mm -hmm. humid in the afternoon. Dude, well, I, I was rude as fuck. I bet the students, if they had a podcast, they would call me the asshole of the week because I wasn't fucking tolerating shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of warm in the trailer here, and I got the uh, I got the AC on. I don't know if it's getting wore out or, I mean, it's, it's shooting out cold air. I think it's just because it's the middle of the day and the sun's got like beating right down on me right at this particular time. So, okay. yeah, okay. I mean, it was it was ninety six when I left campus today. Ninety six, homie. It felt good out here today. It was like eighty four degrees, man. It felt real nice, but I I, I haven't been out in, a, in an hour or so, so I don't know what it feels like now. But but yeah, that's good. You got that stuff fixed. That's good to go. So, all right, so. Uh, we, we, we had our chicken sandwiches today at Burger King. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, uh... The only, reason, the only reason I threw Burger King out there is because I asked Max. We were shooting pool one day. I was like, you like spicy chicken sandwiches? Mm -hmm. I was like, in your opinion, which place has the best? Burger King. He said, so... That's what he said? So, yeah, that's what he said. Um, hmm. But, uh, I, I'll circle back to... Okay. Eh, Max's mis misdirection, maybe. I'm already giving it away, but <laughs> well, well, we were going to have to visit Burger King eventually. So, so yeah, but I, I mean, I know we were going to eat them live on air, but like I said, we kept pushing this podcast back today. So I went ahead and ate while I was in town earlier. So then you went ahead and ate yours. So, so here we are. Go ahead. What, what, what's your what's your initial take on the BK Spicy Royal Crispy Chicken? Well. I'm, well, I'm going to start off presentation. be honest with you, it wasn't a bad constructed sandwich. When I looked at it, I was, I was like, you know what? There wasn't some, some geeked out moron just throwing sandwiches yeah. together. It, like it was, it was, it was put together. I agree. Um, I agree. It was a nice, it was a nice looking sandwich. It was very well put together. It didn't look flat like Wendy's. Uh, it, yeah. it, it wasn't as, as big as the, the Chick-fil-A, but it was still a nice, uh, nice looking sandwich. Yeah. yeah so, so I, I, I looked at it and, you know, I, I turned a burger. The chicken breast is uneven, but I think that's almost every chicken breast. You can't get an even chicken breast. Right, right. So, so I was just looking for where can I take my first bite at. So I went kind of on the skinny side of the chicken breast, so that way um, I can get some of the tomato. And the tomato was fairly 
cut fairly decent. I'm gonna say maybe a quarter of an inch. Two, sli two slices of tomato, and they were not, they, they, they were a, they were a good thickness. Yes, I agree with that. Good thickness. Now I don't know what the sauce was. I don't know if that was like a ketchup mayonnaise no, sauce well, or it was actually a hot sauce. Well, they call it the pipe, the pepper spicy glaze is what they call it. The triple pepper well, spicy glaze. Triple pepper my mm. ass. But we're gonna get into it here in a second. Mm. But uh, fuck man, I took my bite and I immediately um looked could be deceiving. You know. Um. Now, it was, it, like I said, since it was well-constructed, I got the flavor of the lettuce and the sauce and the chicken, and I got the good combination of it all. But, uh, you know, as the sandwich went on, it was it was almost like... It was almost like a shitty B-movie, where it starts off good, and you're like, hell yeah, I can stick with this. And you're like, just... just I, I, I sat through this movie for an hour and a half. Just stick the landing, please. Stick the landing. And the sandwich never stuck the landing. It, wow. it it plateaued after the first bite. I I I agree with that. I agree with that most of, most of the point there. But uh, I I agree with you. Like I said, it, it was served with lettuce, two two nice tomatoes uh, on a on a potato bun. I thought the chicken patty was a good size. And then, like I said, they put the triple pepper spicy glaze on it. I bit into it like you. I got a nice taste of everything. I thought, man, okay, this is pretty good. Took another bite. I thought, okay, it's pretty good. But I got to be honest with you, halfway through the sandwich, I was losing all interest in this sandwich. It's just like uh, I, I, the pepper was just too much. It was just, it just didn't do anything for me after a while. I didn't get any spiciness out of it. It was just too much pepper. Yeah, it was peppery, not not hot, not spicy. Yeah. We, we've talked about this before. Um, and I felt like uh, after an initial bite, um, my taste buds adjusted to it, and I didn't really even have any flavor to the sandwich. Um, no, I mean, I, 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 halfway through, I was debating, should I finish this or should I just wrap it up and take it home? Because I was losing all interest in this sandwich at the halfway point. And, but, yeah. So, so like I said, it was a B movie, and I was like, fuck, I sat this far through it. I got to finish it, and I finished it. I mean, I, I shared I shared one bite with Bo, so I went ahead and took it home. Um, but I shared one bite with Bo. You know, Bo didn't give a fuck. He, sound like, he felt like it was probably, you know, the ultimate orgasm to him. But uh, <laughs> if you want to know my rating right now, I'll give it to you unless you got any more descriptions. Well, I would say it was, uh, you didn't really need to add any condiments on it because they had so much of this spicy glaze on it. But it wasn't really spicy. It was just peppery. Uh, it came with it came with fries, which mine had no flavor at all. They, there was no salt on the fries, and I had the sweet tea, which I shouldn't have done that because I've been thirsty ever since. Uh, the price of mine was nine ninety eight out, out here in Chuckawinity. It was nine ninety eight for the sandwich. Like I said, it filled me up, but it felt like I had to I had to force myself to finish it because I had lost all interest in this sandwich at the halfway point. So, yeah, um, yeah, and it was. It wasn't really messy, but at the end, uh, because of the sauce, my, my lettuce was sliding off, um, and uh, I didn't really care for the potato bun either. I kind of wish it was just a regular hamburger bun or maybe a sesame bun or something like that, but I didn't really care for the bun. Yeah, yeah so what's your rating on this Burger King sandwich here? Well, I, I am going to go with blue balls. Only because of the presentation of the burger in the first bite. Um, 
you know, the Wendy sandwich, go back to that, was 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 not good from the get go. And I feel like at least I got one good thing out of it, so I can't I can't give it a dry hand job. So uh, I'm giving it blue balls. I was hoping more out of it, and it left me high and dry. And, I, and here in an hour after this, I'm gonna have to finish myself and give you something else to eat. <laughs> well, I, I, I was I was gonna go back and forth between blue balls or losing virginity, but I'm gonna go with the three star losing virginity only because, like I said, it all it all looked good, and the, the first couple bites, I was all yeah, this is nice. But then I started losing interest, and and like I said, uh, it was an enjoyable experience, a decent experience. But you know, I'm, I'm, I moved on to other things in life. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with my three stars. Right there, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I probably will never order a Burger King spicy chicken no, sandwich ever again. No, no, and and, and, and once and once again, let's note this is a burger chain chicken sandwich, and so far on our ratings, the burger chains are coming up, coming up on the, on the wrong side here. So. Yeah, and, and, and of course they're burger chains. Yeah. They specialize in burgers. They got into the chicken game wars to get just to get what yeah. little they could out of right. the ch chicken sandwich right. wars. Yeah. You know, so. yeah, because I mean, a, a Whopper all day. Matter of fact, when I walked in, I, I was telling myself, I, I wish I was ordering a Whopper today, but you know, got to stick with the plan here. So, because yeah. yeah, can't go wrong with a with a Whopper. So, but hey, yeah, the Burger King for me is, I don't know, it's it's. It's right there with Hardee's with me. So I don't really dig on Hardee's a whole lot unless it's breakfast, even then. But Burger King is uh, right there with Hardee's for me. I don't, I don't really dig on Burger King to start off with. Gotcha. You know, yeah, if it went for the Whopper, Burger King would have nothing for me. So. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but, right, wrap that up. We'll see what we get into next week. We got plenty more to choose from, so we'll we'll see where we're at. But, yeah. Okay. Well, we we did uh. You know, going back to school, you run into all these young people, and uh, you know, one of their favorite things is is their horoscopes. So I'm just gonna go ahead and read your horoscope. I know you don't necessarily care for it, but you're a Taurus, right? Yes. All right. It says, leave the little unimportant things by the wayside and set your sights on greatness. You're quick on your feet and articulate. This will help you towards success. Mm. Maybe maybe that's pointing out towards uh, your possible goals of you know quitting smoking or or heading back to college or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm speaking to you, Sagittarius here, because that's what I am. Your love doesn't want to do the same activity as you, and that's all right. <coughs> Doing things on your own is good for you, but if sympathy goes does wonders for your self confidence, which is what you need to hit your goal. So I guess Bo doesn't want to do things I want to do because he, you know, he's my love, you know. <laughs> so, oh um, but no, you know, I past couple semesters I felt really out of place being on campus because I'm the old ditty bopper. But the more time I spend on campus, the more I'm noticing. Uh, people my age or close around my age. Like, you and I ran into that one guy with one leg. I forget his name, but real good guy. Yeah. Um, Why us to go sailing? But, yeah, wants to go sailing. Yeah, that, probably wants to harvest our yeah, organs or something yeah, that, while we're out there. I, that's, that's, I got, that's something I got to pass on. Cause he, 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 said, he said that activity would be six hours. That's way too long for an activity for me. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm still thinking. I'm on the fence about it. I'm thinking about doing it just to, just to fucking do it one time, you know? But uh, sometimes I get too comfortable in these classrooms and I stick my foot in my mouth on some shit. And today I stick my foot in my mouth on some things. 
we were analyzing a, a braided, braided essay. Do you know what a braided essay is, George? No, no clue. A braided essay is kind of like, um, you know, you're talking about one subject, but then you, you, you give it some space, you start talking about another subject. Um, and for example, this essay is done by uh, Eula This. She's a writer, has lots of credentials to her, and this essay is called Time and Distance. And she started off writing, a, writing an essay about the telephone, how great of an invention it is, this, that, and the other. But then she braids in how telephones uh, had a bad rep. Like when first tel- telephone phones were first being erected, people thought they were ugly and cutting them down. Um, kind of like windmills are now. We hate windmills because they don't let us see the sunset and bullshit like that, right? And then she braids it back into, you know, telephone being a great invention. It's connected people, business, commerce, this, that, and other, woody, woo, woo. Then she braids it back into how, how, how racist telephone poles are and how they were used for lynchings and to hanging people. And she just goes into this whole, very matter-of-factly, um, like she don't give her opinion or anything on it, but she just kind of just matter of factly just says some things. Like here's a passage: a black man was hanging from a telephone pole in Belleville, Illinois, where a fire was set at the base of the pole, and the man was cut down half alive, covered in coal oil and burnt. While his, while his body was burning, the mob beat him with clubs and nearly cut it to pieces. Um, so, so at the very end of it, she lands on this sentence says, one summer, heavy rain fell in Nebraska and some green telephone poles grew small, leafy branches, right? And my ass goes, I kind of like how this brought the telephone poles that were made from trees and, and still connected with the history that, you know, slaves were hung from trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone looked at me, just scratched their head, and he's, they're like, no, that's like regrowth and rebirth as these telephone poles have returned to nature and just rebirth and like it, it's washing away the, the bad past. So I felt totally fucking ignorant. Oh. And I was like, I'm just never going to ever talk again, which is not true in this class. But that was, a, that was another, um, uh, well, at least you're a legal immigrant moment, right? What is it? At least, that's another, at least you're a, at least you're a legal immigrant, you know, like to the casual. <laughs> that's exactly what that is. <laughs> Well, yeah, I stuck my foot in my mouth there, and, you know, I, I walked the rest way across campus with my head down. Everyone was probably thinking I was uh, hoping racism would reoccur or some shit, but, no, it's a good essay, and I'm glad I read it. I'm glad uh, I, ha- I got to experience this essay and get to sit in a classroom with a bunch of writers and, and discuss the, the craft of it all, so. Well, good, good. Okay. Hey, hey, you know what? I read something interesting today. Did you know the, did you know the Marine Corps had, had a, has a bison herd? I heard a bison. I think so. Camp Pendleton, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. At Camp Pendleton. Yeah. They do. They, they started in 1974 because uh, bison were going extinct. So they, the uh, San Diego Zoo had some, and they needed a place to, to take them. So, you know, the Marine Corps base said, hey, we got 125,000 acres. Bring them to us. So they took them there. And uh, over the years, since 1973, I should correct myself, they started out with uh, 14, and then by 1987, they had 50, 1999, they were up to 62, 
And then now, as of this year, there's 90 bison running around Camp Pendleton. That's an interesting fact, yeah. and I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think I think that animal should have been saved. I mean, oh yeah, they're cool. Know, I think they're cool. Yeah, and they were killed off to kill the Indians, which isn't fair for the bisons and wasn't really fair for the Indians. But well, yeah, that's, that was part of the article too. That to get rid of the Indians, they started killing all the bison because the Indians would uh, hunt the bison. So that was a way to get rid of the. The tribes, so yeah. yeah, they're starving them out. Yeah. Um, but there's a couple bases like that. I, I don't. One I know offhand is uh, where did where did Logan go boot camp at down there in Oklahoma? Fort Seal. Fort Seal. Fort Seal has a herd of bison on on their on their base, and then uh, I think there's another one. I think Fort Hood, maybe for that big one in Texas yeah. has one. So I I, I never heard of this. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you knew anything about that. I had never heard anything about that ever. Yeah. Well, I used to date uh, a biologist that worked on uh, Camp Lejeune, and she was a woodpecker biologist, and uh, and she would go shut down uh, like ranges. You ever? Because you remember, like when you went to range school or like to be a coach or like uh, the range officer, safety right. officer, the RSO. Right. right. They would tell you there's certain places where there's endangered plants and animals, this, that, and other. Yep. And then the conservationists would come shut them down. Yep. She was that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so she she says she, she tries. She goes. She goes. My my birds were more important than uh, you know defending freedom. You know <laughs> she was making a joke of it all. But uh, but yeah, a lot of these bases uh are, are wildlife conservatories. Hmm. So interesting. Camp Lejeune. Camp Lejeune's got the the rare uh. Uh, not praying mantis, but uh, Venus flytrap that's only found here in North Carolina, eastern North Carolina. So, I'll be darn. Okay. Yeah. What's interesting? I learned something new today on that with the bison. Okay. Good to go. Now, what what I didn't learn, this wasn't new, is uh, once again, California starting their blackouts today as they do every year. So, they start today asking their citizens to reduce their energy use between 4 and 9 p.m. by not using large appliances. Turning off lights, and my favorite one: don't charge your electric car. <laughs> <laughs> like that's when you're supposed to charge it when you get home. <laughs> that makes no. I tell you what, I just the world is not making sense to me, no, George. It's it just not. it just fucking ain't making sense to me. It's just, you know, you know it, it, no, it's funny because the states that the state that's pushing for electric cars the most is the one that has electric problems every year. So. Yeah, it, it's sad. It is sad. It's a sad state that we're living in right now because California starts it all. The yep, country is yep. Californication. Yep. It's going to filter from California all the way out to here if it isn't already here. Um, and, and, and shame on them. Who says, if we're paying for the electricity, why can't we keep our refrigerator on? Are they telling, hey, well, don't get into your refrigerator, unplug it for a while? Well, that it said major appliances, and that's the first thing I thought of. Well, what about your refrigerator? You're not going to unplug that thing. So. Yeah. yeah. Are you telling me not to cook between four and nine? That's supper time. Yeah. No. I can't. I can't use my electric range. You know, California. Well, like we've like like said many times, is Democrats say. Push these things, but they don't look at the big picture. Okay, first of all, what's California's two biggest problems? Electricity and drought. And you know, what's funny is they, they, they have an ocean right there. All they have to do is build these desalination de de plants, if I said that correctly. Use the, yeah. use the ocean water. That would, solve their, that would solve their water issue. But then, of course, to run these plants, they should build a nuclear plant. 
because that you know that that's pretty proficient and and, and uh, good for the climate from what I understand. But they won't do that. They're they're tearing all their energy stuff down, and and they're actually even uh, tearing down their water infrastructure. I don't get these people. From what I read, and I, I'm not no energy professional or this that and other. I am a fucking student getting a writing degree, but I enjoy reading on this stuff. That nuclear energy, nuclear fusion, is the cleanest way. Exactly. It only pushed the water to keep the, the nuclear rods uh, cooled off. Yeah. That the things that what you see coming out of the big nuclear silos <laughs> or stacks is just actually water vapor. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, it's, but, uh, it's like the cleanest form of energy. But it has that stigma of nuclear. It has Hiroshima. It has fucking Three Mile Island to it. It has uh, Chernobyl and Ukraine attached to it, you know? There's very few incidences of nuclear reactors going awry versus how many out there. There's Here's what I don't get, George. is How is there a nuclear aircraft carrier? We have eight of them sailing around the world. And no one says, well, there might be a nuclear problem when it blows the ship up, but yet we can't build a nuclear plant to give us clean energy? Yeah, these people make no sense. I mean, Germany's getting rid of all their nuclear plants, and now you see, as Russia did exactly what Trump said they would a few years ago, Russia shut down the pipeline for natural gas. So now they're, they're hurting over there because they shut all their plants down. And remember when Trump said that and the German delegation was laughing in the audience when he said it? They ain't laughing yeah. now. They ain't laughing now because they ain't got no gas. So and they've done shut all their stuff down. So yeah, they mean these well, people don't France change. is the same way. Yeah, France is in trouble. But what gets me Man. about California is, is this is the state pushing for electric cars. I mean, they just passed the other day that by 2035 you will not be able to uh, sell or register a, a, a gas car in the state of California. So by 2035 you have to be all electric, and yet they can't even keep the lights on. It makes no sense. How many people are going to die come wintertime? Yep. How many people, especially in Europe, how many people are going to die when they can't heat their homes with, you know, natural gas or even their their, their, their water pumps that run on electric? How many people are going to die? At what point do these politicians and leaders say that the human, uh, the human capital or the human sacrifice that's going on right now is not worth this green energy push. No, it's not. Once the people, once the people gonna stand up and say, "I'm tired of my people. I'm tired of citizens dying." I still say it's all a scam because, okay, let's say oh, the oceans are rising. Okay, well, what's Obama do? He goes and buys a big mansion right on the ocean. Apparently, he don't believe that shit. This is all just nonsense. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, I guarantee he will go flying around in a private jet. Yep, as as uh, John Kerry does every week to go to his climate summits. Yeah, yeah. So yep. it's all a scam, and and, and and like I said, they don't look at the bigger picture, and they and they don't really care about the citizens because they're trying to push their agenda. Because obviously there's backroom deals going on and this and that. Like all like like you said, all this money we talked about last week that's going to China because of this. Uh, Inflation Reduction Supposed Act that has all this stuff in there about solar wind and all this stuff that everything's made in China. So that's all this is, is backroom deals. They don't care about the citizens at all. It's ridiculous. So, Well, you're probably going to have a couple more cilantros. Not cilantros, but cilantros. Yeah, exactly. A solar paint company yep. that uh, that Obama threw, threw billions of dollars in mm -hmm. that went nowhere. 
yep. because they're mismanaged by losers. Yep. You know, they get the money and they don't do anything with the money. Just like this infrastructure bill. Where are where are where where are the, the new water filtration places? How come Flint, Michigan doesn't have a brand new world class leading facility out there? Where'd the money go? I'm, I'm waiting on the next bridge that collapses and uh, people die, and so people will start saying, I thought the infrastructure was going to take care of it. That's what I'm waiting for. Well, they're not going to say that. They're going to sit there and scream, we need infrastructure. Because no. no. people, people are so close-minded. I think that's why the government keeps all these, these issues coming, issues coming, issues coming. Because we ain't allowed to digest one and completely analyze it before they give us another one where you got to digest and completely analyze it. Well, just for example, Biden was in Pennsylvania talking about defund the police. Yeah. But when he wasn't president or running for president, he was all about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, he's flip-flopped. Now all the Democrats, well, they realized that was a losing strategy. So now they're saying it's the, it's the Republicans that don't like the police. And they're using that January 6th to, to push that narrative. Look, they killed cops there. No cops died on January 6th. But it's a lie that Biden keeps saying because he knows the Democrats will run with the stuff, and so he just gets away with saying it over and over and over. So, no. Yeah. It's disgusting, man. So, which, yeah. which, which, and which, which, good. And the problem is, is that people are not holding these politicians <coughs> accountable. No one, and it, I, I feel like the system has gotten to a point where even if we try to hold these politicians accountable, we're going to fail. They, they act, they're, they're so shielded. And they say, "Well, you can do it by the vote." There needs to be there needs to be uh, a lot of reform in there. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, I, I don't think if you're incumbent and you don't have someone running against you, that's a free seat. Yep. That seat, you, you, you don't get no representation. Boo hoo! That goes to the next that next district or something. There needs to be people running against each other. There needs to be challengers. Well, and it would also help with uh, term limits and age limits because when you look when you look at Nancy Pelosi, who can barely get a sentence out, and all she does is wave her hand around. I mean, she they, it should be. I don't care what they say. It should be age limit and if nothing else. Term limits. You do it for the president. It should be for those jokers in Congress too. And then and then when you, when you use that argument, they they go back to what you just said. Well, there are term limits. They're called elections. No dumbass. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise, why isn't the president set up the same way? So, you know. Well, I mean, we might even want to look at the term limits. I think two years is too short for a congressman. I think so, too. As soon as they, you, get, you can't, as soon as they get in office, they're campaigning. Exactly. Yet. So I think I always thought that was kind of done, the two years. That's how most of them stay over there for so long, because people don't even vote for that. Like I said, most people go out for the general election. They, midterms, not, not a whole lot of people go out for the midterms to vote for senators and congressmen. And if they do, they just recognize that one name, Pelosi. Oh, that's been there 20, so long, Pelosi. They don't know these people. They don't know anything about them. Like, like you said, because once they get there, they're not doing any work. All they're doing is raising money and campaigning for the next cycle. So nothing gets accomplished. So uh, one of my professor's daughters going to NYU. You know, if you know my class schedule and then my professor, you can figure out which one it is. But I ain't going to drop his name. But uh, he went up there and dropped his uh, daughter off to NYU. She's getting her master's or something up there. And he goes, he goes, New York City was clean and there was no violence. There wasn't like needles on the ground and everything. I almost spit out my water. I was like, where are you? <laughs> like, it's violent there. Carjackings are up 80%. They're, 
They're smashing graphs. Like, you cannot tell me are there ain't needles are, sitting on the ground in New York City. Pe- Maybe pe- not Manhattan. Yeah, there's NYU. Pe- there's people getting attacked in the subway every day. <laughs> this guy's, that guy's full of shit. Nice. Full of shit. Yeah. I, but, you know, I bit my tongue on that one. Uh, but like I said, I'm going to spit out my water. I was like, this motherfucker's delusional. That, that, that wasn't the hill you were going to die on, huh? Okay. Uh, no, that wasn't the hill I was going to die on. No. Well, since we're talking about defund the police and all that, I mean, when I was a kid, you know, I always wanted, I, I, I was, I loved the FBI. I, I would watch all the movies about the FBI, how they would chase all the, the mobsters and all that, and, and I would read about him, J. Edgar Hoover and all that, and, and I always wanted, I always thought, man, I'm going to be an FBI agent, you know, and then, of course, as you get older, things change, and, you know, I joined the Marine Corps, which was a great decision, by the way, but... FBI. Well, that's usually like the step. You always just get yeah. recommended. You know, the FBI Academy is on Quantico. Mm-hmm. It's just hop, skip, and jump, mm-hmm. you know. So. But, I mean, now the FBI is getting no respect, and rightfully so, because uh, it's been so politicized. I mean, right at this point, they got 20 whistleblowers from the FBI have come forward to the to Senator Grassley and, and Congressman Jordan and, and, and to- have pointed out all the political bias that, that occurs in cases, like with the whole Trump dossier thing. Uh, uh, Russia collusion. Uh, apparently, the, apparently, when the FBI was given this Hunter Biden laptop in 2019, the top guy told the told the agents, you, well, not the top guy, but one of the top guys, told him, no, you're not to do anything with this laptop till after the election. See, the, they were suppressing the information. They didn't want it out there. And then they had all these other people going on TV saying, oh, it's Russian disinformation, Russian disinformation. And the FBI could have corrected that. FBI knew it was lies that what these people were saying, but they didn't because once again the guy running the show didn't like Trump. So, so all the, the, the agency could save their dignity there. Yeah, all they this come kept, out. They could have kept the people hate the FBI right now. I know that's what I'm the saying. FBI is not no. a popular agency no. right now. No, no. They, and 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 they were also because you know to push Biden's little um, uh, agenda there about domestic terrorism from white supremacists. They were making up cases that didn't even exist, just just so they could say, "Yeah, let's look, look how many numbers of cases we have on domestic terrorism of, of white supremacists." These are all fake cases. So this is all they coming out. They need to go back to chasing down serial murderers, serial killers. Yeah, they need they need to do that and, and go back to well, there's not much of a mob left, but uh, yeah, they need to do something besides uh, getting all, all this political stuff because I look at the FBI now and it's just a joke. And just like you said, everybody thinks they're a joke now. They they get no respect it's- nowhere. I feel like they're becoming the Nazis' brown shirts, yep. the, 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 the government's police. Yeah, they're, Bi- um, they're Biden's personal police force to go after whoever, you know, whoever he doesn't like. Tom Clancy, when he write, he wrote his novels about the FBI and espionage, this, that, and other, he got raided. I don't know if you knew that, that Tom Clancy was yeah. under the FBI's radar this little while. But he had to defend himself against the FBI because he's like, yeah, of course, I, I, I got... I'm pervy to some things because I have friends that, that are FBI and officers in the military and this, that, and other, but it's still fiction. Yeah. And uh, he went under a long investigation on it. That's, that's, they try to cancel John Clancy out. That's why you don't hear about John Clancy much anymore because he spent a lot of money defending himself against the FBI. When I was in, when I was in Iraq the second time, or no, the first time, the first time I, I read a bunch of Tom Clancy books. Man. I, think, I think one of them was called Rainbow Six. That was a great book. Well, Rainbow Six got turned into a video game. There's a whole video game series about it. Oh, okay. Rainbow Six, one, two, Rogue Soldier, some shit like that. There's all kinds of them. That was a great book, man. I used to love reading back then. So. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed John Clancy because he had, uh, I think he does Jack Ryan. Yeah. Jack Ryan was doing all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
They made a lot of movies out of Jack Ryan's series. Yeah, the Hunt for Red October. That was a great one. So, yeah. Hunt for Red October. Clear and Present Danger, yeah. I believe, is the Jack Ryan one. But uh, Harrison Ford was in that one. Uh, yep. Clint Eastwood, I think, was in one of uh, Tom Clancy's fucking movies. So. Yeah, FBI definitely getting no respect, and rightfully so at this point. But here's something else that struck me as odd today. Out in Arizona, the Democrats are trying to pass a bill that makes cheating easier and make post-election audits illegal. Now, why would they be against post-election audits? George, writing's on the wall for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's like I said... Bo, it's Bo like, can understand the cheating in that. That's what I understand. That's what, last week, like I said, they don't even hide it anymore. They don't even try to hide it anymore. It's just out in the open now. So. <laughs> Another poultry processing plant caught fire. How many does this make now? I, I, I'm losing track. I know it, it, it's it's it, it's, get, it's very suspicious that these food processing plants just keep catching flames, man. It makes no sense, and, and well, no, because no one's they asking. They want them. the food shortage. That's what I'm they saying. They want they yeah. want the crisis. They want us not to have electricity. They want us to be like that, Mister Government. Give us our give us our spicy chicken patty. Mm. You know, if it's even going to be spicy, just you know, probably half a patty. Here, yeah. eat this peasant. Yeah. Like it, it's it's sad, dude. Yeah, it is sad. Just don't make it from Wendy's. We don't want that. Yeah. I'll starve before I get that. <laughs> here's, a, here's a little tidbit I came across today. A Pennsylvania EMT was arrested for taking pictures on his cell phone of a patient's uh, tits while she was in the back of the ambulance. They had just picked her up at a healthcare place where she was having chest pain. So obviously, you know, everything was open, shirt was open and all that. And she's lay, she's laying there, and he's taking pictures on his cell phone. <laughs> she looks up and says, "What are you doing?" And then, and then closes her eyes and doesn't say anything until until she talks to the cops. So he got arrested, rightfully so. What do you think about that? You know what's you know what's funny about you bring that up, George, because uh, I'm in this dog training class. It's really cool. Uh, it's the first first step to getting like a, a service dog training certificate. But uh, I was talking. The male to female ratio is is incredible on campus, and I was the only guy sitting at my uh, my uh, my desk. We have like a big rectangle desk has like six seats on it, but not la la la. But anyway, the young ladies got talking about uh, their health class and how you know uh, to do that EAG thing. You know, like the the. EKG? Like they're, always, is it, is they're always hanging on the walls. EGK. EJK, whatever it's I called, don't even, right? I can't remember what it's called. And, uh, EKG. And I, ain't, I ain't saying I necessarily stuck my foot in my mouth here, but they were saying, here, how's you got to apply this, that, and other one of the ladies like, well, how do you do that if it's grill? You got to go over the bra or under the bra? No. And I spoke up. I was like, you need to take the bra off because it has a wire thing and you don't want to electrocute her that way. You want her heart to start back right. up. And one of the girls goes, that's kind of perverted. I was like, well, that's how you save her life. But this guy in the ambulance is definitely a pervert. Oh, yeah. He needs to be charged, be put on a sexual assault list. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I'm sure he will be. Um, that's disgusting, too. Like, how, like, like, people want to be rescued. Like, if, if that happened to you or your daughters... Mm. Wouldn't you think they'd be more apprehensive of calling the ambulance for help if they knew that's kind of how that was ran, you know? Probably so. Probably so. Yeah, it's uh, the world is getting uh, worse every day, every week, man. It's getting worse. So. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, this is simple. You, you know, they could take away phones. You can't have your personal phone while you're, you're 
out on your job doing EMT. And then you can sit there and say, well, if there's an emergency, well, here's the phone number you can call to your EMT. We call out to you all all the time. There's always a phone number. There's a walkie-talkie there. You're settled. We'll take care of you. Well, people are always doing dumb stuff, like those deputy sheriffs that took uh, the pictures of Kobe Bryant, uh, a helicopter crash, you know, and uh, and started sending them out and all that. Which, you know, they just lost that lawsuit. And right from the Yeah, it is sick. I mean, people are sick. You know? Okay. All right, what else you got on your agenda? Oh, I'm taking this another interesting class, George. It's called an intro to publishing. And I had to write an essay about if I got into publishing, uh, you know, like what would my goals be in my personal this, that, and other. And I brought this up in class the other day. I was like, I even said it. There's no, there's no interest like self-interest. And, you know, I'm in a classroom full of writers just like, well, don't you respect the art? I'm like, yeah, but my books ain't hitting. I'm going to try to get into marketing and publishing and sell books and, and try to get bonuses. Like, I'm trying to make money. Yeah. Like, I don't get into, like, you know, just just to be stagnant. Yeah. You know, I want to get into upper management. Maybe I want to get onto the board while I'm making this, this decisions, this, that, and other. And the kids were appalled. They're like, well, what about the art? You know, your, your, your capital greed, this, that, and other. Oh, I was like, I get it. Gosh. I'm an artist. I would like that to happen. I would like that to happen. But at the end of the day, if it ain't happening for me and I find another ladder to success and it makes money, I'm going to go that way. These kids are dumb anyway. They don't like capitalism, but they're, they're going to try to sell some books, though. Huh. Whatever. Why don't you just give them well, out then? Well, according to them, you know, uh, I, I'm I, I'm doing it for the art. I'm doing it for the story. Get a story out there and maybe change people's lives. And this, that, and the other. Where like, no, I'm getting into writing to make money. I would like to have a book that hits, it turns into a movie, and it turns into a fucking amusement park, fucking roller coaster ride. I still need to write my my book about recruiting. Yeah. I used to, I got notebooks full of notes somewhere, they're in a box somewhere. Yeah, but it's interesting though, the, the, the publishing world, you know, you start to, have you noticed how TV is just kind of all the same? I, are you talking about the new stuff? Because I don't really watch much anything new really. Well, let's go with the old shit then. Let's let's just kind of go to, uh, let's go with that, the, the, the black comedy, uh, Living Single. That had five friends, and you, yeah. you had actually the show Friends that comes out. Yeah, yeah. You have, you know, Seinfeld and Martin. Yep. Um, Both classic. You have, you have, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You have, what was the Asteroid movies? Deep Impact and Armageddon. You know, like, there's a lot of things out there that are just the same, and but just twisted enough to say they're different. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what's became of books. It's because they figured out how to make money. So, you know, here you want to write a book about nature. That nature needs to fucking have something interesting about it, like a fairy or some shit. I don't know what really. I'm just, you know, spitballing here. And it's got to fit the mold to make money or you're not getting published. That's just how it is. Very true. Very you know? True. So that's why you see a lot of copycat things out there. That's why you see a lot of books, a lot of these political books say the same shit. You know, it's just different. It's because once they get to the publishing 
uh, mecca, I guess you could say, that's where it all gets changed into money making. Yeah. So. Well, everything. It's, it's, it's every, interesting class. You every, know? Everything's about making money. These people are not writing a book for a hobby. They're not trying to improve people's lives and all that. It's something they enjoy doing, and it's something that they can make money at. So they can take their little high pedestal bullshit and just shut the hell up. You got to think during the pandemic, what books were coming out? How to grow your own food, yeah. cookbooks, air fryer cookbooks, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because at the time, that's what people were doing. That's what was making money. How many books hit the market doing that? Oh, dude, by the way, I made a frozen pizza in my air fryer the other day. It was great. It came out nice well, and crispy. Your air fryer does everything. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I have the combination, obviously, as you know, the air fryer Instapot and uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just been looking up all kinds of new recipes because my daughter, she... She sent me something the other day where she's in her new place and all that, and I, I got her an Instapot fryer like mine, and she's just going to town on that thing. I'm like, gee whiz, now, yeah, I need, I need to start getting a lot more out of mine. So, yeah. so I made tenderloins the other day, and then uh, some homemade french fries. I love some homemade french fries. Matter of fact, I like making the homemade french fries like at the football games where you can put like a little malt vinegar on them. Yeah. And some salt oh, yeah, and a little malt Really good. Okay, yours are a lot better than Burger King's. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. I don't like Burger King's fries anyway. They're, they're too thick for me. I feel like there's too much mushiness and just yeah, inside the crispiness. Yep, yep. Um, but I, I wish I had an air fryer for once. For one time. Oh, hold up! Cooking, hold up! Like, hold up! You know hold up! I've been telling you for like three years now to get one. But here's the thing: I, I, when I cook, I don't necessarily think and go, you know what? An air fryer would be convenient right now. But when I cooked those tenderloins the other day, I go. Huh, an air fryer would be convenient right now, and I'm still not. I still I don't think I'm gonna go buy one quite yet. Um, it, it, but, it, it but would, then it, it's a game changer. It would change your life. Get the combo like I have. I know, I know. Now with school, I'm gonna do a lot more crock pot cooking. I'm, I'm gonna start something in right. crock pot, so when I come home, right. it's already cooked up, and I can get a combo like you got. I, you know, I'm, I'm slowly selling myself on this. But that, that was the first time I cooked and uh, really thought, you know what, an air fryer would be handy. So. You should have got it when I told you to a couple years ago when it was like $79. Now it's like $109. I mean, inflation, what can you do about it? Mm -hmm. You know? Nope. Don't elect the idiot like Biden. I just, I just wasn't sold on it. I just felt like this, here's just another piece of equipment that's going to take up my counter space. Mm -hmm. Everything on my counter, I use. My coffee pot, my microwave. I use that shit. First of all, your microwave isn't on, isn't on your counter. It's attached over your stove. So that's, no, it isn't. Motherfucker, please. Oh, no, you are right. It is beside it, isn't it? Okay. Damn. Yeah. I, I stand corrected. I'll go to the she corner. Who else's house should be going to? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the corner and shut up. So, all right. Okay. <laughs> but, yes, definitely got to get that Instant Pot slash air fryer. I don't care who you are. Because I was just thinking, you know, I like making chicken wings, but I haven't made them since I've been and lived in a camper, which next month it'll be a year, and it's one of the best decisions I ever made. I haven't regretted it one bit. But uh, now I, I remember, I got my Instant Pot there. I can make them in there. Yeah, Easily. Yeah. And then, if I, and then if, if I want them crispy, I just toss them over in the air fryer part. Yeah, yeah I'm going to... Uh I'm going to make chicken wings next Thursday because the Rams uh, is opening an NFL schedule playing the Bills primetime next Thursday. But... Uh, just touch on health a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to fry the chicken wings. But I tell you what, since school started, I've been eating a lot more healthier. Like fruits, vegetable, oatmeal. Um, 
you know, I, I eat out fast food for our chicken sandwich yeah. wars thing, but uh, it's the only time I do. Dude, man. I, I've been parking. I've been parking at different spots on campus. I've been getting about seven thousand, eight thousand steps in. Dude, I feel good. Really? I feel like I lost a little weight. I haven't got onto my, you know, my my di- my dialogue, my uh, you know, yeah. analog scale. But you know, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm back on my DDP yoga because I have because the gym's too far away to drive there so often. So I'm back on my yoga. Uh, cigarettes. I had, pretty much had a conference yesterday over, over telehealth conference about about my progress on that. I cut out all this other nonsense, but yeah, I mean it, it does feel a lot better, right? So, yeah, yeah. Health is wealth. You know, you, you you cannot reach your goals when you're sick. You exactly. can't. Exactly. You can't. You can't reach your goals when you have ailments. That is so true, my friend. Okay. Alrighty. Well, this week I got a list, Chris. Uh, let me pull it up here. This is because we, we mentioned something about this last week, how you said that I could buy the Miami Marlins 50, 55 times because of that $55 billion that, that was sent to Ukraine. So I decided, yeah. well, let's look at the most valuable sports teams out there, and let's, let's, let's pull this up and see what they, they are worth, what they cost. So it's a top 20. Now we got a tie for the last spot, so really there's no number 20. These two are tied at 19. Uh, and one of them is the Chicago Bulls, which is $2.9 billion. And the Chicago Bears, which is the same price, two point nine billion. So. Well, they'd probably be worth more if they weren't in Chicago. Well, I'm, I, another thing is also, see, they'd probably be worth more because they don't own their own stadiums. I don't believe. I mean, I know the Bears don't, right? They don't own that. Chicago owns Soldier Field, right? Do they even play Soldier Field anymore? I think, I think they, they do. They I've been, named it. I've been reading. Well, I don't know what it's called now, but I, I read they're trying to move to the suburbs, I believe, uh, and uh, get a new stadium built. And that, that mayor up there, she keeps trying to throw all this money at Soldier Field and wants to put a dome yeah. on it and all this. <laughs> it's still Soldier Field. It's one of the fields that, that have like a, a commemorative name. Yeah. You know? I mean, to sidebar it, you and I both watched the legacy, you know, the true story of the Lakers. Oh, yeah. And owner, owner Dr. Buss was an uh, innovator because he came up when he was going broke, uh, renaming the four. Uh, something yeah, bank yeah. form. Yeah, he started it, he, he started that name, naming right stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it, that's what took him out of the out of the red back into the black. Mm-hmm. Um, genius move right there. Oh. And it, it, what, what, it, I'm sorry, go ahead. Sometimes it costed him no inventory. He all it was just made up out of the air. People paid for it. You know what? It was what genius. What I've got now that documentary so far, which I, I mean, it is it's a good documentary. But I, I, I hate when they only. I thought the whole thing was out there, but it was just like four episodes so far. So now I got to keep my eye out for the rest. But the thing I found interesting though is when he bought the Lakers, and he didn't just get the Lakers. He got the Lakers, the the Forum, and uh, and what was the, the hockey, was it the a hockey, Kings. hockey team? Yeah, the Kings. And. Uh, the guy that sold them all to him didn't didn't want to pay taxes, so they did a swap. He t- he, he he told Bus because I, I, he was doing the the doctor, he was doing uh, real estate. So the guy told him, "I want to do a swap. If you get me the Chrysler building, then I'll just trade that for all this other stuff." And that's what they did. And I thought that's pretty that's pretty cool, right? There. That's pretty innovative. So yeah, I yeah. found that very interesting. Yeah, that that part of the documentary said the contract was really thick. Yeah. <laughs> Four times the size of Manhattan phone book. I think that's what they compared it to. Yep, yep. All right, so the Bulls and the Bears were $2.9 billion. I don't think – I mean, the Bulls might own the United Center. I don't really know because a lot of that can be uh, – most. it seems like most teams don't own the place, but they get all the benefit from it. But when they sell the team, sometimes that factors into the uh, price. So I don't know about those two specifically. But anyway, 
All right, number 18, we got the San Francisco Giants of Major League Baseball, worth $3 billion. Yeah, they want to run there for a while while they won the World Series in 2010, 12, and 14. Yeah. yeah. Didn't Buster Posey pay, play for them? Yes, he just retired not too long ago, if I recall correctly. Yeah. yeah. I liked him. He was a good pay, yes. He was a good catcher. Yeah, he was. I, he spent, I believe he spent his whole time with the Giants, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. So with that $55 billion, you could buy them a couple of times. <laughs> Being San Francisco, though, I don't know if you want that. I uh, know. No, but it is a beautiful ballpark, though. I've never been there, but you can just tell on TV, it is a beautiful ballpark. All right, number 17, we're going to a soccer team called the FC Bayern Munich. Munich, 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 Munich. God damn, FC Bayern Munich. <laughs> Dude, I have no clue what any of these soccer teams do. Like, their it, names and uh, like, I just... Does anybody care? But it's worth... It's worth... Foreign. It's worth... It's, foreign. Yeah, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's worth $3.02 billion. So, but who gives a shit? Whatever. Let's go to number 16. You got the San Francisco 49ers worth $3.5 billion or $3.05 billion of the NFL. No. Now, I, I've heard uh, their new stadium, a lot of people don't like it because uh, they're sitting in the sun the whole time. The sun is just beating down on them. So, hmm. well. uh. That one, that one, you would think they would think of this shit when they build stadiums. Yeah, you know? especially when they spend that much money on it. Yeah, yeah. But here's a here's a team whose stadium got a complete renovation. Uh, the Chicago Cubs come in at number fourteen, worth three point one billion dollars. That is a great documentary. I don't know, remember what it was called <laughs> when we watched that, but the documentary about when they uh, revamped Wrigley Field, yeah, yeah. like made a whole new oh, stadium yeah. in Wrigley Field, oh, yeah. they, they, and they were innovative too, the way they did that. That's, that's, like, that's very interesting. It, it goes underground. Yeah, way underground. Like it's, yep. it's, it's stories. The stories underground. I don't know if you can call underground stories. <laughs> Floors underground? I don't know what you would call it. I don't know the correct uh, nomenclature for that, but yeah. Yeah, and they, they had all those lawsuits with those uh, people across the street that used to sit up in the, in the the on top of their buildings and watch, and then they put up their new scoreboards and blocked their view and all that. But they had a contract with the previous owners that, that they could, for a cut, that they, that they would give the Cubs that they could sell seats on top of their buildings. So, but I think I guess all that got worked out. But yeah, it looks beautiful now uh, with the new with all the scoreboards and stuff on it. Yeah, I think it looks great. All right, number fourteen, we got the. Well, I know they're not called this anymore, but here it says Washington Redskins at three point one billion. What are they now? The co Commanders. The Commanders, you racist. Say Redskins. <laughs> I just saw a guy today who had a. Uh, had a novelty plate on his truck said Redskins, <laughs> and he was an Indian. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about football, but in baseball, I, I I don't think I'll ever call the Indians the Guardians. I don't think that's ever going to happen. So. <laughs> All right, number twelve. I think we got two tied at twelve. We got two tied at number twelve here, so there's no thirteen. So the Los Angeles Rams. Well, see, this list is a little. Well, no, they are in LA now. So he's a team that deserted your St. Louis. Um, and the you always say that when you say Rams. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like <laughs> I can't it. Los Angeles Rams deserted <laughs> St. Louis. Well, the Rams have. And a, today we're going to talk about the Rams, which deserted St. Louis. Well, the Rams have a history. Oh, that team was in St. Louis and they deserted them. <laughs> they have a history of, of deserting uh, a few cities, actually. So, but um, they are the Los Angeles Rams and the Boston Red Sox, valued at three point two billion. Now, here's an interesting tidbit here with the Rams, though, that I'm, I'm asking you though. Don't they own their stadium? 
no, I don't think they own their stadium because they share it with the Chargers. Well, I know, but I think the Chargers lease it. Though. I think they wanted to go in half, but the Chargers wouldn't do it, or maybe it was the other way around. But I think the Rams actually own everything, and the Chargers lease it from them, too, when they play. I know Cronky owns. Yeah, I guess so, because he owns the Rams yeah. and SoFi. So, yep. yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I can't remember the story, but I believe they asked the Chargers to come in on it, and they didn't want to. Or the other way around, the Chargers asked to get involved in it, and they were like, no, because he wanted, he wanted total control. So, but. Well, talk about powerful businessman, that Stan Kroenke. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's like one of the big powerhouses in the NFL, huh? All right, but then, yeah. then you got the Boston Red Sox, though. And, and how can you beat, how can you beat Fenway Park? I mean, the stuff they've done to Fenway to make it a better ballpark. I, I love when they put the uh, little seats up on the Green Monster. That was pretty cool. I didn't know. I, to me, I felt like I feel like the 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 Red Sox should be more expensive. I would think so too. But it, it says here, and I don't know how old this I list mean, is, but it's not too old because you got the Los Angeles Rams. You got. Yeah, well, there should be a date on the article, yeah, I can't like find at the it. top or something. I looked, but uh, but um, I mean, you got such a huge fan base. I mean, everywhere you go, there's a fucking Sox fan. Mm -hmm. Everywhere you could go to Jupiter's fifth moon, and there's gonna be a Sox fan on it. Well, and especially they won the World Series in uh, 04, 07, and uh, thirteen. Yeah, yeah it, I just don't see. That's weird. That's a. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. But, here, but, but here's another one here. Though. Uh, well, number 10, because there's no no 11 since we had those two tied. Uh, we got the Los Angeles Dodgers valued at $3.3 billion. There's another team I, I would I would say at least break the top five. And and they tie with the New York Giants, who are valued at 3.3 also. So you got the Dodgers and the Giants. The Dodgers, now I know I know they own their stadium, uh, that, and that's a – it's the, I think it's the oldest stadium, and well, obviously not. You got Fenway Park and Wrigley Field, but uh, they, it's been there since the when they when they moved out there. What was it late fifties? Yeah. So yeah, Dodger Stadium is still a beautiful ballpark. Hmm. Well, here, here's here's something, George. Is that once again the Dodgers have a big fan base? I yeah. don't know how it's it's they're priced that low, yeah. but is Wrigley Field and Fenway Park? The oldest parks now that they've been well, revamped. Well, that's what I, as I, like, as, as I was saying that, that thought crossed my mind, yes. You know, aren't they one of the newest parks with the <laughs> same name? Well, I think Wrigley had a lot more done to it than uh, than Fenway has, but I see your point there, yes. So. But, yeah. Uh, but, Dod you know, even, I mean, even Dodger Stadium has had its share of renovations over the years, but nothing real drastic. I mean, I remember the seats behind the home plate used to be kind of like in, underground a little bit, but now they're up normal, so it's things like that. Well, I mean, it goes, it's, it's a philosophy thing. You ever heard that uh, Shiba the, uh, the, Theosis? The Thesis? No, Theosis. I can't the pronounce his name. Oh. Uh, Theosis Ship. Okay. You know, so Theosis parks a ship in a harbor. And slowly, one plank goes past, so you replace that plank. Before you know it, the whole ship has been replaced. Yeah. So is it still region, the original Theosis well, ship? I get you. I get you. I understand. That's an interesting yeah. question. Yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, that's, that's a really interesting question. I think they're one of the newest stadiums. If I was going, if I was going to argue it, I, I would say one, they're one of the newest stadiums. I would probably argue that with Wrigley Field because I mean they made so many as you as the documentary as we saw. They pretty much redid all of that stadium. So. Yeah, they they gutted that thing. Yeah. All right, so we got the Golden State Warriors at number nine of the NBA, worth three point five billion. <laughs> 
I don't know anything about basketball. Can 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 expound on this at all? So, but well, they're they're turning themselves into a dynasty. They they won, I think, I don't know, four of the past six championships, maybe something yeah, like that. I think yeah, I have heard that. Okay, okay. And at number eight, we got what like we talked about earlier from that documentary. We got the Los Angeles Lakers, worth three point seven billion dollars. See, once again, I just feel like the, these these prices of these teams are low-balled. They do seem like they are, but but I don't know, because I remember just, I don't know how many years ago it was, I remember when they said the Yankees were worth $1.2 million, or billion, but now I'm, I'm sure they're going to be at the top of this list. So, I don't know. This may be in line. All right, number seven, we got the New England Patriots of the NFL at $3.8 billion. Mm, there's another powerhouse, Kraft. Yep. He is a... He is a, a king, a king of business there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At number six, we got another hockey. Uh, hockey. We got another soccer team, <laughs> Manchester United, worth three three point eight one billion. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Who cares? Number five, got the New York Knicks of the NBA at four billion dollars. How's the New York? Well, they're in New York for one reason, but they don't own Madison Square Garden. Yeah, they do actually. They do own Madison Square Garden. So yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a there's an arena that's probably showing its age. I haven't seen anything they upgraded. Oh, no, place. no, no, no. They, they, they just did a whole renovation of that a few years ago, which people thought was dumb because they got a thing going on with the city where uh, a lot of people want them to move Madison Square Garden to a new location and, and redo that whole Penn Station. and, and take Because, you know, Madison Square Garden sits right on top of Penn Station. Um, and 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 it was supposed to end, I think, twenty twenty or twenty twenty two, and it was supposed to be they they were never going to renew their lease again. They were going to have to move, but of course, you know, palms get greased, this, that, and the other, and so now they're still there. But yeah, like it's just like eight years ago, they did a complete renovation of Madison Square Garden. So, hmm. That's why that's why a lot of people thought thought it was a waste of money at that time because they were they were supposed to be leaving in like eight less than a year or whatever. So anyway, number four, we got FC Barcelona. Team value four point oh two billion. Soccer, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit about soccer? Fuck soccer! And we got we got another soccer here at number three. The Real Madrid team value four point twenty four billion dollars. Is it real or the real? Real. <laughs> it says Real Madrid. Right. I know, but I think you're pronouncing it wrong. I think real. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? And then, of course, at number two, we got the New York Yankees. Take a guess how much they're worth. Well, you just said it, didn't you? Like one point two well, billion. I said, I said that was a few years back too. So, obviously, inflation and all that. But uh, now they're so worth two point. They're worth four point six billion dollars. Gee whiz. Well, and then they got that brand new stadium too since two thousand nine. So, yeah. Gee whiz, that's a lot of fucking money. How cool would it be to own a sports team, though? Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, wouldn't it be fucking badass? It would be. I wouldn't care. To, I, I wouldn't mind owning a minor league team. Fuck no, that would be cool too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'd, I'd like to own the West Virginia Power. Well, now they're called the Charleston Dirty Birds, but I'd like to own that. If you owned it, you could change that shit back to the Power. Well, I, I, I kind of, I, I'd get rid of both of those names and go back to the old Charleston Charlies when I was a kid. That was the name right there when they were affiliated. Charleston Charlies. Yeah, because it was named after the owner. His name was Charlie. So, and it was cool because they had a baseball with a he had he had a he had a, a derby hat on and a cigar. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, that looks. That sounds like a cool little logo. It was. Could be. The, could be the Charleston Georgonians, though. 
<laughs> it could be like an old Monopoly guy with a hot blonde. <laughs> Sitting up in my, my seat box up there, right? <laughs> yeah. okay, with a cigar. All right. All right, number one. Take a guess at the number one uh, team that's worth $5 billion in all of sports. I, I want to say it's a soccer team. Um, I am going to go with some soccer team in Britain. I don't really I, fucking know. I, you're way off. I thought for sure you'd get this one. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, fuck. You're right. <laughs> you know, somebody's out there the Dallas Cowboys were always already fucking bitches. <laughs> No, five billion dollars, and and they. Dude, I, I don't understand how they're worth so much, and they haven't fucking won a playoff game in like twenty well, years. Or well, it's, it's, don't quote me on the stat, well, but it's been a long fucking time. A lot of it, I'm sure, has to do with the history. Plus, they own that stadium too that that they spent a billion dollars making. So, hmm. I would love to go to AT and T Stadium. I think the, I think that stadium looks fucking sweet. Yeah, I think they've had two WrestleManias there so far. Yeah, well, the last one was there. Oh, that's right. right? And, and yeah, yeah, you're right. And then uh, next year it's at SoFi. Yeah. So yeah, there yeah. Has, there has been two at AT and T. So yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's our list of the top teams, man. I mean, uh, I knew Yankees would be at the top of it, and they were number two. So yeah. That is interesting. That is interesting. I don't believe I fucking botched it on the Cowboys. I can't either. But, I'm sure you would know that. But them. then again, I hate the Cowboys. Like. <sighs> Well, that's because you're a fan just, of the Los Angeles Rams who ditched St. Louis. <laughs> you know, there wasn't one hockey team on there. No, no there wasn't. <laughs> well, I guess when only 5,000 show up to watch you, you ain't going to be that valuable. No, but hockey games so much fun to go to. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't mind owning a hockey team. I wouldn't. If I had the money, I'd buy a hockey team. I don't give a fuck. That'd yeah. be fun. I remember our trip to PNC Arena. That was fun. Yeah, was fun. yeah it was. Oh, Jewish nose and all. All right. Jewish nose. <laughs> Arguing with women in the stands. Yeah, good time. Uh, Your boyfriend looked like Tim Tebow. He would uh, whoop my ass. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, was, uh, <laughs> he I, was a large man. I'll tell you what. I, I remember that weekend. I had a, I had a, I had a, ter I had, I had a terrible sore throat that night. I'll tell you. And the only thing that was making it feel good was that cold Bud Light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we drank a lot. We, we pre-gamed a lot. Yeah, well, those, those used to be our days, you know. All right. Yeah. Well, what did you learn this week, Chris? Oh wait, hold on. Let me. I'm gonna make something else before you say it. I get these Donald Trump emails every day. I'm tired of getting them. He's always saying, "Hey, we need your help. Hey, donate." Blah. So I went in there day to unsubscribe. Dude, you can't unsubscribe from this shit. I hit the unsubscribe button. It took me to another page. Why are you unsubscribing? I said too many emails. And then uh, it then it took that. Would you like to donate? But it didn't give me a, a yes or no button. And so I had to click the only button to advance. And it took me to a donation page. And I'm, I'm looking all over for somewhere to unsubscribe. It won't let you unsubscribe. It just keeps sending you in circles. And I'm like, Donald, I like you, but this is bullshit. I just got another yeah, one. That is bullshit. Just got another one as, as we're recording here right now. Can't get rid of these. That is bullshit. I'm just going to have to block you know, them, I guess. You might have to. His, his Truth Social platform isn't doing too well either. That's so I got like 500,000 uh, people on it. Yeah, I, I hear it's a, it, it, a lot of debt too. So. Yeah, so... But, you know, I don't know. It's, it's still new. I mean, Twitter, really, if you dig into Twitter, Twitter ain't as accessible as everybody thinks it is. I mean, half of their, half of their so-called users are, are supposedly bots anyway. So. That's what they're saying, but then you got, uh, you know, 230 million yeah, people using Facebook every day. So yeah, True, true. You oh. know, a lot of, Trump thought a lot of people were going to fall away from Twitter over to 
truth social and the the thing is is that people like where they're at like well you build you build your own little community right. on your own social media now you want to start over well here's well here's another thing i never thought it was a great idea because first of all i mean you talk about the left being in a bubble i mean that's all you were doing was putting yourself in a bubble when you went to true social everybody had the same ideas as you the same beliefs everybody's like good job they right on i agree I mean, sometimes you need to see other side of, this, of the coin. But see, that was what Twitter was was becoming, trying to get rid of all the conservatives so they could stay in their own little bubble. So, you know, it was like a no-win situation either way. So, yeah. 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 I don't use either one of them. I mean, I, I, have, I have accounts on both of them, but I don't ever get them. I don't know how to get back on Twitter to, like, stop my account. Because I get emails from people I, I was following when I was on Twitter. Oh. Uh, so I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know. It's just going to go on to, to perpetuity. Like I might die. And the email still will fucking keep coming. Well, that's the same thing with Donald Trump emails. <laughs> Eventually they got it. Yeah. <laughs> you would think I, I'll probably die first. Man. Oh, you're going to donate to him. <laughs> oh, and here's somebody, somebody asked me something about cash app the other day. And I'll be damned if I just didn't get an email about cash app. What the fuck is going on? They're listening, homie. They're listening. Uh, all right. Well, what did you learn this week? At least the bots are listening. Yeah. What'd you learn? Well, I learned that. Uh, well, I didn't. I don't. I don't know. I just really enjoyed our conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. I learned that the yeah, Marine Corps had, had bison. I didn't know that. I'm. I didn't. I'm surprised you knew it, but I, that's the first I ever heard of. It. Yeah, that was interesting. Ninety bison running around Camp Pendleton. It's a, the, the article said sometimes they, they interfere in training, of course, and uh, about two die a year due to accidents or training exercises or automobile accidents. Hmm. Once they eat them. I, I doubt it. They, I doubt they let them, I let them do that. But uh, but they said the bison are very pretty harmless animals unless you get too close because then, you know, then, they, then they'll get aggressive. But if you stay about 150 feet away from them, they won't bother you at all. They look at it like an animal I just don't want to touch. Oh, Even yeah. like we see their coat, it just looks like it's filled for a bugs and oh, you know what it is. I just it don't look like it's soft and they're always kind of snotty. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think they're cool looking animals, but yeah, I'm not gonna touch one because you know that fur or whatever the hell they call it. You know, it's all matted and nasty and all that. You know what it is. Yeah, it's just to me, they're kind of ugly. I think it's cool that they're still living and they got a place to roam. Yeah. But yeah. true, okay. All right, well, asshole. We Oh, uh, my asshole of the week is all these fucking skateboarders on campus who fucking can't mind their fucking business and they'll fucking cut you off. I'm to, I'm to the point where I just might throw a, pe a pebble out there and see these motherfuckers launch. <laughs> you know? Uh, you know, there, there's times I want to give one just a good clothesline. Just fucking whack him off his fucking skateboard. That's fun. You know? That is fun. Uh, but yeah, like, like just, just yesterday there was some dickhead crowded part sidewalk skating a skateboard up and down and then trying to do an ollie you know what an ollie is like they pop their skateboard yeah. up and then the skateboard slides away because he can't fucking do it you know it, it's bashing into people's and here's the thing about these kids like if it bashed my ankle i probably would have picked it up and threw a fucking across the thing but these kids just kind of keep on walking but like oh i gotta let him do what his life is doing let it interfere with mine hit my ankle maybe hurt me you leave a bruise yeah, yeah that ain't that ain't gonna work for me yeah no, so so I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I feel really aggressive in that fucking heat, and I'm just like, he hits me with that fucking skateboard. I'm fucking launching it. As Hulk Hogan would say, that don't work for me, brother. But uh, yeah. now when I was in high school, uh, elementary school, 
Which one was the high school elementary? I'm pretty sure it was elementary. <laughs> anyway, there was a there was a group of of, of, of man, friends. I liked them and all that, but uh, they were all in their little. They they did the skateboarding thing. We used to call them skate bags. That's what we used to call them. Uh, uh, well, I can't. Like you fucking skate fag because who knows how many fags are around me and they're fucking like you almost like they will go against me like I did it the skateboard hit you you threw it but now you're saying fags now we got beat you up over that yeah. fucking incendiary fucking blurb. I guess you got to put that concealed carry to use. Okay, you can't take a gun on campus. I know, I know, I know. All right, well my asshole of the week was the other day I saw some lady driving down the road eating eating like a bowl of soup or something. Driving with her knees, swerving all over the damn place. Almost sideswiped us. So, I was like, my God, man, this, this lady's out of control. So she's definitely an asshole of the week right there. So, yeah, she was probably playing Pokemon at the same time. I mean, eating a sandwich is one thing, but she's sitting there like eating a bowl of cereal, dude. It was like ridiculous. So, yeah. I, I mean, there's some sandwiches you just can't eat. You can't well, eat yeah. a pulled pork sandwich no, while driving no, a car. No, you can't eat <laughs> Yeah. Tacos, you can't eat a taco driving I, a car. I, I don't eat when I'm driving. Uh, I usually just stop, like when I go on my trips, I'll just pull over to a rest area, turn on the YouTube, grab my sandwich, and sit there and you know, take a nice 20 so minutes and uh, enjoy my sandwich and my drink, whatnot. And then I get the road. So, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not well, one of those people that eat while I'm driving. So. That's the truck driver in you, though. <clears throat> well, no, then when you were a truck driver, you didn't really want to stop. You had, you could re you could pull, you, you could reach behind you. Grab everything out of the fridge and make the sandwich as you were driving down the road, and then you would eat it. Yeah. But you didn't want to stop. So let me get this straight: you were driving an eighteen-wheeler truck. Mm -hmm. What it usually what eighteen thousand pounds? Well, it depends on what you were hauling. I mean, you go all the way to eighty thousand. Okay, let's just say I'll meet you at like fifty-five. Well, usually my truck was governed at sixty. So okay, sixty thousand pounds. And you're hammering down on the highway, making a fucking sandwich. <laughs> but yet you're going to give this fucking lady eat soup, fucking flack? First of all, I wasn't squirting all over the place. I wasn't driving my knees either. I only drive with one hand now. A lot of people, you, 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 you know, like even when I drove tractor trailer, I only drive with the, my two little fingers like this. You're like, how do you drive that like that? Because it, I mean, these are not your old timey trucks where you can barely turn the steering wheel and all that. You know what I mean? So, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't say I did it all the time, but I know a lot of truck drivers did. Hell, I, I know a lot of them. Now, when I had to piss or something, I would stop and take a piss. But I knew a lot of them would carry the jugs around and just piss in the jug as they're driving down the road. But, yeah, that's gross. It stinks the truck up. Yeah, I, I, that, to me, that was too far. So, yeah, I, I'm not going to do that. So, no. But hey, make that sandwich driving 60,000 pounds. <laughs> My man. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week, Chris. Unless you got any parting thoughts. No. Email us at two minutes. Uh, email us at two minutes. Totally uncensored. Gmail.com is number two, not to TWO. Um, avoid Wendy's and uh, Burger King's spicy chicken sandwiches. Definitely, definitely. And please have a great week. And thanks for listening. Tell five of your friends to subscribe. Subscribe. Tell Max. Subscribe. Tell Max that um, he, he he was wrong. Okay. All right. All right. Well, y'all have a great week. We'll listen to you next. Uh, we'll see you again next week, or you'll hear us again next week. Gee whiz, I had it and I screwed it up. But anyway. All right. That's a good week. <laughs> Take care. Bye.